I like to move it, move it, move it, move it. Frustrated with your pain or injury? That sucks, but I'm here to help. Hi, my name is Denise DeShutler, and I'm a body worker and educator. Why is it so hard to find the care we need to feel better? Most of my clients have asked that question for years until we started working together. Now I'm going to help you find those answers. I'll explore different health disciplines and chat with talented practitioners. We'll share our insights and practical advice to help you get the results you need to feel good again. Because seeking the right care for your health can be a pain in the arse. But with me, your wellness journey will turn into a fun-filled adventure. Buckle up, baby, for the Passionate Health Advocate Show. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for being here, everybody. Today, we're going to explore physical therapy. Wait, what's that? Oh, I'm getting a call from Gemma in San Francisco. Hi, Gemma. Hi, Denise. What's up? I have a joke for you. You do? What is it? What do you call a bird? Wait, what do you give a bird when it is sick? What? Tweetment. What? That's hilarious. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just what the doctor ordered. Okay, everybody, let's buckle up. Welcome to the land of physical therapy. We are searching for a physical therapist, Mac Wusso. Is that you? Looks like it is. Uh, this is me for sure. Yes, thank you. Oh, I'm so glad we found you. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for inviting us to this land. Um, what is this place? What is physical therapy? So physical therapy is essentially restoring movement that is the biggest uh, thing i can say as far as the simplest definition is restoring movement restoring function and um going back just improving on your movement it's all about movement when it comes to physical therapy okay okay glad i'm glad we're getting us started with that so uh what brought you to this land how did you wind up doing physical therapy so started um, as as a as a typical story. Um, I was a high school athlete, got injured a lot, um, and then I actually found physical therapy as a way to recover. Um, I never knew about physical therapy before that. Um, I ended up, uh, you know, doing lots of therapy because I had many injuries, and then I had surgery, and then it was just like, okay, this is what I want to do. But um, I kind of dabbled back and forth between being a physician and being a therapist, um, and up to like literally at the end of my senior year in college, I was preparing for both of them. Um, I graduated with a degree that could satisfy both because I, I just could not make, it my, make up my mind. Um, and then, and then um, the last day is almost the last day of uh, undergrad, my senior year. I was like, I want to be a physical therapist. And I started applying for physical therapy school that day. So I took an uninverted un, um like unsolicited, unrequested year off to study for, uh, to, to kind of get ready for therapy school. And I got in therapy school and this is, and then here we are. Fantastic. That's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you chose you chose one over the other. Yeah, exactly. Are you, are you happy with that choice? Very, very. I, it was all about the lifestyle. Um, I knew I wanted to help with work with people, help people. Um, and either way, I would have been happy. But I think the lifestyle of a physical therapist was more suited to what I saw my life looking like. Um, and obviously, less school uh, and less residency. <laughs> so I knew I could come out straight out and start practicing. And that was something that really enticed me. Nice. Okay. Great. Um, so you told us about physical therapy. You were saying that it's about, you know, improving movement and function. Um, what, you know, should we expect if we wanted to try physical therapy or if we were told we needed to go do physical therapy? So it's, it's, it's kind of an interesting question because you have to think of why, right? So, mm-hmm. for example, if someone has a stroke, you need physical therapy because things have changed. If someone has, um, for example, pneumonia or we're we're in a COVID world, those COVID patients are going to need physical therapy. If someone breaks an ankle, hurts a shoulder, hurts their back lifting, they're going to need physical therapy. So there's a lot of things physical therapy works with. So, you know, we almost forgotten, but we're still an opioid epidemic. Um, And Physical therapy can help a lot of those people or supplement um, or be a good complement with some of the medications and the, uh, um, the traditional medicine. But essentially, movement is a big help. And one thing I like to always say about physical therapy is it's not supposed to be forever. It's supposed to help you get to a place where you can carry the torch forward. So there are certain modalities that require you to come for months at a time but honestly depending on the situation and because there's such a wide gap of things that physical therapy can help with you know I'm not as a therapist I'm not supposed to see you for months or years at a time you know in one episode Um, so I always like to tell people that my goal is to teach you how to help yourself Um, there are chronic injuries obviously and Sometimes we need to, as therapists, we help people be able to help themselves because it's not only is it expensive, it's time consuming. And it's, it, some of the things could be debilitating if you just feel like, okay, my back hurts. I have to go to therapy. I have to go to therapy. And that's the only way I feel better Then you're depending on a therapist. So my goal and the goal of physical therapists in general is to get you to a point where you are able to do the exercises, do the movements, do the stuff to help yourself. Oh, I love that. And I'm so glad you brought that up because it's not just on the therapist, right? It's, it's, it's a partnership in the exactly. process. And, and, and to, to, to make it a little simpler, to keep it simple is I like to tell people exercise is your medicine, right? I see you twice a week, three times a week, sometimes even one time a week. That's not going to be enough to, to do anything, right? So I see you once a week, twice a week, whatever it is, the rest of the times during that week, you should be doing that those exercises. You know, if you have high blood pressure, your doctor says take one pill every day. You don't just take it on the days you go see the doctor. You take it every day, right? <laughs> right. So, so nice. it's kind of like that thing. Um, so it's really, really important that people understand and because a lot of people fall short because they expect that the physical therapist comes with these magic powers that will heal them. And you can only be healed by a physical therapist. But no, that's not true you have the power to heal yourself. Um, The body has amazing powers. And if you do the right things, you'll get there. 
Oh, nice. Nice. So I know that, yeah, we hear that that's something we need to do. So if we're getting physical therapy, it's up to us. When you're working with someone, how do you help them stay on the ball? Because I, what I hear from my clients is that's a big challenge. It's like, oh, you know, I, they don't always stick with the exercises. Is there something you do to help people overcome that? How do you encourage them or any tips or advice on ways that you help them stay on the path and, and that you can give them the torch? So this question will require just a little bit of background. So I, I started off as a traditional like sports orthotherapist. I wanted to work with athletes, all this stuff. Um, but obviously when I got into the world of therapy, I realized that's not who I can most benefit, right? So I started working with just, you know, the traditional people who come into a clinic, geriatric patients. Don't forget, let's not forget about geriatric patients, right? Um, your, your joints start to break down after a certain age, um, but that doesn't mean you're broken. So um, I started working with these people and there's different types of people you, that come into the clinic. And some people are told to come into the clinic and some people come into the clinic by themselves, mm -hmm. right? So... I think it, it goes to education right, and expectations. So if I tell you that, hey, you're going to get better in six to eight weeks or four to six weeks or whatever, depending on the type of injury or depending on the reason you're coming to see me and you want to get better, and I tell you this is what you need to do to get better, and I give you the education and break it down for you, most people tend to adhere to that. The problem sometimes is, People get comfortable because physical therapy, it gets fun sometimes, right? Because <laughs> you're, you're in an environment, there's a lot of people, depending on the clinic, you know, so there might be music going, um, some of the clinics I've worked at. So it's a social environment. We're having conversations. We're having fun. And you like coming to therapy. And I want you to like coming to therapy, but I don't <laughs> need you to need to come to therapy, right? For yeah. you to feel better about yourself. So... It goes to, for me, from my point of view, is managing expectations, educating upfront, right? And sometimes some people don't like that, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes some people are forced to go to therapy, but they want, they just want the surgery or, you know, whatever. So there's different situations. But for the person who wants to come to therapy and who wants to get better and doesn't want to be on medication for the rest of their life, giving you those expectations, giving you the exercises, Recapping, one thing I like to do is, hey, how do how are those exercises going? And they tell me, oh, they're going fine. Okay, so show me how you did this one exercise. And if they're like, well, you know, uh, okay, so did you do them? Well, okay, then we need to have a conversation. But if you sit there, you're like, yeah, I did this, but it felt kind of weird. And then we talk about it and we say, okay, if you feel like that, don't do this. And we have a conversation, right? Versus we're in this together. You're, you're giving me feedback. I'm giving you feedback. When it works like that, it's beautiful. But when it's just me or the therapist essentially talking at you, talking to you, and you're just there to just do the movements and, you know, spend some time and have some fun. Trust me, you can do that at the YMCA, right? <laughs> right? Like we can get you to the point where you can go to the YMCA and have a social time and, you know, or go back to your gym. But it does come to expectations. So, for example, I work, I started, like I said, I started on ortho. Now I work with mostly women's health and postpartum women who have had babies and have had issues or who are prepared to have babies and want to get their bodies ready for that. 
And to me, those people are a little easier to keep up with the stuff because they seek me out, right? They come to me, they go, they look for therapist, postpartum therapist in Houston, Texas, and they find me and we have a conversation. I see those people once a week, sometimes once every other week. And we're following up through text message. We're following up through, because it's a cash-based service at this point, because the insurance doesn't always cover that. So they're motivated to get better, to get back to life as it was, to be able to carry their babies. So the last thing I will say, and, and uh, before we move on, is finding the why. Why are you doing this? Why do you want, do you want to get better? First of all, that's a question everybody has to answer for themselves. I don't know the answer for you, for her, for him, but do you really want to get better? If you do, why do you want to get better? Do you want to walk your daughter down the aisle without a limp? Do you want to be able to get on the, on the, on the ground and play with your grandkids? Do you, I mean, what is it? Do you want to go back to work or do you not want to go back to work? I don't know. But once you answer that question, it is a lot simpler for us to work because if you tell me, hey, I'm just here because I have to be here. All right, cool. Let's just do the stuff and then you can go and I'll sign your thing, whatever. But if you really want to get better, trust me, it's easy to get better. Hopefully that answers your question, by the way. It does. Thank you so much. Oh, man, that's great. Yeah, I think starting with the why is a big thing. So if you're listening, I know a lot of you, or at least I've worked with a lot of people where maybe you ended up seeking or getting physical therapy because you were told to. And even if you were told to, and you're in a circumstance that maybe you weren't planning and you're not liking it, uh, even then you have to ask yourself why, because what's the point, right? You're not just going to the gym, as you said. I think that's an excellent point. You broke it down beautifully. Um, and uh, you're speaking my language for sure. <laughs> so, um, but I, this is what I want people to know. And this is why we came to the land of physical therapy um, to get this information and, and to know that it is a partnership no matter what we're doing to get better. Um, uh, you probably are amazing with your work, but you know, you're, you're not immortal. Uh, <laughs> you know, so... Um, yeah. So even working with Mac, it's like, you still got to do your part and it's a partnership. Great. Oh yeah. It's the passionate health advocate dance break. Now get up and shake your thing. So thank you, Mac, for sharing all of that. What would you say for people that, okay, so now they find themselves in a situation, because I get it, you know, if people are proactive and they seek care, they're going to be on it, most, most people. But if people wind up in a situation where they are prescribed physical therapy, what would you advise them as far as maybe their doctor recommended or maybe their insurance only covers it? How can they know that um, or better know the path that they're being sent to is going to work for them or do they have choices? Yeah. And, and that's another thing that um, there's a lot of misconceptions about, right? So in most States or almost all States in the United States, because every state is a little different, you can walk into a physical therapy clinic and get therapy. You don't have to get a prescription from your doctor. So 
that's a misconception that's out there that, that it used to be like that. But now, nowadays, you don't have to go to your doctor to get a prescription. Uh, every state is a little different. So obviously, you can call a therapy clinic and ask them, hey, what, what the policies are for the state, uh, what that clinic is. But as far as choices, there are different types of therapists, right? Mm-hmm. They're um, more manual therapy-based therapists who are more hands-on. Um, they're movement-based therapists who, um, you know, and there's some, some kind, some hybrid in the middle. Um, I would say, for example, I'm a, I would, I'm the hybrid in the middle. I spent a lot of time in early in my career learning and getting my fellowship on manual therapy, on using my hands to, man, to move your body in a certain way that I want and, and, you know, to do those things. But then my training also included movement and exercise because I started off as a personal trainer and a strength and conditioning specialist. So I, I, I merged those two worlds together and you need to know what kind of therapist you're going to. Um, certain people are more, even soft tissue, others are joint-based. So this is just a different array of therapy and asking questions, what, does my, what is my treatment going to look like? Um, what are my, what are my expectations? Right. And we started talking about, Hey, you have to do those exercises at home. Even if it's just, you know, doing wrist curls, if, if that's do it right, going for a walk, do it, but you have to understand what your, ex, what your expectations are. Then you have to understand insurance is a crazy world. We can spend hours talking about it. I but, think days, probably days. But, yeah. <laughs> but you have to know what kind of insurance you have. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always tell people this, insurance doesn't say you can or cannot go to therapy. They just say if they're going to pay for it, <laughs> right? Right. So mm-hmm. just because, you know, your insurance says, oh, you have five visits, that's, that doesn't mean that's all you can do. That just means that's all they're going to pay for, right? So- That's a great clarification. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and people always, you know, like I've had clients I've worked with, you know, for example, someone had a stroke and then the insurance want to give him like 10 visits, you know, and this is a long-term care kind of thing. Right. And as long as we're seeing improvement, my idea is like, we should continue until um, you're able to do it on your own. But insurance is like, Nope, that's it. That person wants to get better. They're young. You know, they'll find they've they found a way to continue doing therapy, whether it's hey, that once a week or once every other week and they're paying out of pocket, you know. So you have to understand what you have, um, your your policy, the type of treatment you're expected to get, what your expectations are when you go home. Um, and it, it, it and like you said, it's a partnership. Not only is it a partnership with, between you and the therapist, but also between you and your physician as well. Um, because the medicine, the exercise, the movement, it all has to work together um, because sometimes the medicine can interfere with the movement, right? If you're on heavy medicine that that have you dizzy or have you sleepy, that's not going to be helpful when you go to therapy, when you're required to do exercises. Um, Or sometimes we go too hard in therapy and you're to sort of move or whatever it is, but feedback communication, that's the best way to, uh, to, to kind of understand what's going on. So I've had, I've been honest with people and they expect me to rub their back all day. Um, and, and I'm like, that's not, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I've had people like, Oh my gosh, I, I've sweated at therapy. Like I'm sweating. Like I feel sore. Okay. What's the problem with that? 
if that's a problem for you, I'm not your guy. <laughs> you know? So, so I think that's, to me, that's the biggest thing. And I'm going to say most people, most therapists, it works, right? I'm not saying my way is better than the next person or whoever does what I do is better than the next person. What I am saying is you have to know what you're going to stick with. Right. Mm -hmm. If you feel like, if you feel like, Hey, this is, you know, this, I'm I'm not going to enjoy this. I'm going to hate this. I'm not going to want to come back. Um, I'd rather you go see somebody else than just ghost me because you don't like what I was doing. Right. And then not do the therapy. So that's what I, that's what I'm kind of referring to because it only works if you do it. And it only works if you do it with me and then by yourself. So that's, that's kind of the, the long answer to a question that you asked me like five minutes ago. <laughs> hey, I think it's a brilliant answer. And I think you're, you're, you're definitely singing my song. And I love that you brought up also that the, make sure it's the work that you think you're going to stick with. And so again, reassess. It's like, okay, if you're working with a certain therapist and something isn't right, then maybe there's a different therapist that's better for you. And I'm glad you brought that up. So we have choices. Even in all of this, we have choices. And I'm so glad we found you here, Mac. This has been super helpful. I love it. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, So what, um, you know, if we want to find out more, how can we um, find you or contact you? Yeah, there's um, many ways to contact me, obviously. Um, Facebook, um, you can go to my Facebook, search for Mac Mwosu. Um, You can go to my website, um, mygenesisphysio.com. Um, obviously, I'm in Houston, so if you're not in Houston, that's okay. Um, there's other ways to, to find therapists. So go into the American Physical Therapy Association, APTA website. Or, for example, if you're a woman and you need help with pelvic hair, you can go to the APTA's website um, on their Academy of Pelvic PTs. Or if you need orthopedic help, you can go to orthopedic website. Um, and, and, and you know what? The consumer is so much more educated these days than they used to be. So doing a quick Google search, right? There's something that can help you. Look at the reviews. Um, call around. You know, I, I always love it when people call me and say, hey, what do you do? How do you do it? And we can have a conversation all day and I can tell you about it. And then come see me and we can talk about it, right? So there's different types of clinics out there. There's a corporate, there's the smaller ones. There's mobile therapists. If you want someone to come to your house or to your office and work with you there, there's people that will bring their tables to you and bring their equipment to you and work with you. Um, it's essentially home out, outpatient in the home, right? So if you're like a corporate person, you can't get out of work because you can't find an hour. And once again, because you're like, there's no way I can spend an hour or 45 minutes in a clinic, uh, going through traffic, blah, blah, blah. Someone can come and work with you. You just got to <laughs> find them. So there's something for everybody. It's such a diverse, it's such a wide field that, um, like I said, from neuro to pediatrics. So there's just literally a Google search can start you on a path and you just call and you can look at the individual therapists. You can look at the credentials and the expertise and say, Hey, have you worked? Like when I look for a doctor, I want to know, have they done what I, what I'm looking for? When I was looking for my, my daughter, she was getting um, her ear, ear tubes put in. I was looking for doctors. How many ear tubes do you do a day? 
how many have you done? Right. So mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. want to work with people who have expertise in what you're what you're looking for because there's just so much of us these days. There's the general therapist, obviously, but if I have a knee replacement, I want to go to a therapist that does ortho and it does knee replacements all the time. Or if I just tore my ACL and I just got surgery, just like you're looking for a surgeon who does this all the time. I want a therapist who does this all the time as well. So my point is there's just so many ways you can find them, a simple Google search. Um, and then obviously um, you can ask for recommendations from friends, family, or your doctors. Sometimes your doctors are required to send you to a certain place just because of how business is done. And, but you don't, oh, that's another thing. You don't have to go there, right? If they send you to XYZ therapist and you're like, eh, I'm not feeling that. You don't have to go. They can't make you go, right? I had this issue with my mom and the doctor wanted (laughs) to go to a certain place. And I'm like, why? Thank goodness it was a good therapy clinic, but it was one affiliate with the hospital. And I was like, um, you know, so there's a bunch of different things as far as even cost. You know, you can find out your cost. And that goes back to the question of options. But Looking for these places, doing a simple Google search, going to these academy websites, um, the APTA is a good place to start. Um, And there's just so many people who have um, directories that you can actually get to meet the therapist and you can call a clinic and say, hey, I'm looking for Dr. So-and-so. Are they still here? If they're here, great. I want to schedule an appointment with them. That's possible. We can do that. So just don't feel like you're being shoveled into a certain place and whoever was the luck of the draw, that's who you get stuck with and you don't feel like they can help you and then you walk away feeling defeated and then you don't do it. That's the worst case scenario. That exactly. That is the worst case scenario. So listen to Max advice. This is really, really, really good information. And now I feel like uh, the expectations are being met as long as we are speaking up, asking questions and making smarter choices. Exactly. Dang, man. I'm so glad we came to the land of physical therapy. Mac, you've helped us out so much. (laughs) I'm glad I was able to. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to visit again. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Mine here has been a pleasure and an honor to be able to talk to you about physical therapy. This is my passion. I love it. Um, I love helping people. I love seeing people find that moment when they're like, oh, I can do it again. Um, Whatever it is that they couldn't do before, uh, whatever they lost, just being able to find it. I just love that feeling and that that sight. So um, please, please, please do yourself a favor. Um, Try movement first. um, And then if it doesn't work, then let's do other things. But I'm a therapist. I'll tell you conservative care beats the other stuff any day. So uh, let's just try conservative care. And then if it doesn't work, then we, then you talk, talk a, a different route, but, um, or even looking for, and here's a plug for you looking for other um, people in body work or stress therapists or, you know, chiropractors. So there's, there's a bunch of others that are out there that can help you with that conservative care before we go to cutting and slicing. So, um, let's, let's, let's keep it, keep it conservative and, you know, keep your joints intact and keep the joints moving. Um, and I'll, I'll end here and say motion is lotion, right? That's something that I'm sure (laughs) you've heard before and you've said to other people before motion is lotion. So let's keep moving guys. Yes, we will keep moving. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining the Passionate Health Advocate Show. 
with your host, Denise DeShetler. Like what you hear? Then subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. <laughs>